SAFM 104-107 Nationwide Leading the conversation You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM it's now eight minutes before four o'clock in conversation next with Dr. Lumkile Mondi, Senior Lecturer at the Vits Business School. As we continue with this topic, let's now look at some of the challenges and approaches and responses that are aimed at tackling un- the unemployment rate. Remember that we're also taking your voice notes on 0614-104-107. Your tweets at Aldrin Simpia and our studio line is 086-000-2032. Dr. Lumkile Mondi now joining us on the line. Dr. Mondi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Any takeaways from you for you from the stats that have been released now looking at the fourth quarter labor, labor survey? Uh, I'm very, very concerned that uh, we are really uh, going deeper and deeper uh, into uh, a crisis that many of the younger men and women will never be able to work in their lifetime given how bad the statistics are, despite the improvement in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by that? I mean by that, that uh, if you look at the younger people, 18 to 24 and uh, 25 uh, to 35, uh, the statistics is really very, very bad. Unemployment uh, of that first cohort, mm-hmm. about 61%. Uh, it's very worrisome that there may be no employment opportunities for some in that cohort. Therefore, means that if we are going to address it, something has to happen. Yeah, but if we look, for instance, at the... And I don't know what your perception now is um, around the NDP, because government aimed to reduce unemployment by by 25.4% in 2010 to 20% in 2015, 14% in 2020, and then 6% in 2030. And here we are, and uh, the rate, the unemployment rate is much higher than that, and also the actual number of people who are unemployed much higher as well, compared to back in the 2012, for instance. Well, well we know what the problem is. The problem is that without energy, with falling rail and road infrastructure, uh, with uh, lack of law and order, that really, uh, for small businesses, they can't survive in such an environment. Even bigger ones have to dig deep uh, into their profit and try and make it and provide the services and the goods that they produce. Mm. So for bigger people in general in South Africa, just to survive takes a lot of effort, not to mention creating employment. And there is no appreciation by those in government that South Africa is deep in crisis. Uh, they, even the recent uh, announcement of greylisting, they claim uh, those in power that uh, it's not as bad as some. In reality, mm. we are in deep trouble at the falling of infrastructure, the the falling of law and order, the collapse of law and order, is a very important variable in creating employment opportunities. Yeah. So until those are addressed, uh, we're going to have a serious crisis 
of kidney unemployment. So where should the intervention then be? Just earlier on, uh, we spoke to our reporter in, in the Northwest, Sintleng, and I asked her about, uh, just to remind our listeners uh, again, about what happened with Clover in, in, in Lichtenberg, because now you have residents protesting over the same issues that Clover had highlighted back then, and the Northwest um, provincial government's response was that, don't worry, we'll get other farmers to operate um, the, 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 the factory. Well, and the factory is still not operational. Unfortunately, Adrian, here, our political crisis, it's a lack of leadership uh, and a voter that basically uh, does not affect its own interests. Uh, in that case of, um, of Kova, the community of Lachenberg students stood up at that point in time and removed and demanded the whole country to step down uh, so that we can find a solution to keep Kova. None of that happened. So South Africa's uh, fortunes are linked to the leadership in the, the political party at hand. Uh, the ANC has clearly shown that uh, it doesn't have any plan whatsoever about resolving our problems, given that everything that you mentioned on the NTP has not been achieved. Therefore, it's not fit for purpose. It's never going to be fit for purpose. So the responsibility on South Africans, if you want a different country, a different economy, you need to have that leadership, that vision, that work harder, get competent people, and get the job done. At this juncture, uh, we're not getting the easier stuff done with the resources that we have. So it remains uh, to be seen whether the electorate may look at politics differently and do the right thing. I don't think South Africa will come out of any of these crises without a change politically, because these are political choices that have been made that are having a huge impact on our economy. What about um, internal migration, people leaving from um, rural areas to try and find job opportunities in urban areas? And we see, for instance, now the Western Cape, again, one of the lowest unemployment rates at 22.5%. Of course, they have a much GDP compared to the Northern Cape, which has an unemployment rate of 22.1%. What conversation should be happening amongst the provinces? Well, the the I need to focus on the top at hand. So we've got to take some lessons from the from the Western Cape. Is that firstly the priority of the private sector? That the private sector uh, is the one that creates employment opportunities. Secondly, that government works very hard to enable the provision of infrastructure. If it cannot do, it brings the private sector in. Um, and thirdly, that the government has got a huge responsibility for inclusion. So to move poor people to job employment opportunities, you need raise. Therefore, working harder with the state on entity and the province to make rail work for everyone is the priority. But wouldn't so, these be, uh, sorry, Dr. Mondi, wouldn't these ahead, be yes. um, uh, um, uh, recommendations that would come from the various advisory committees that the president has set up, including, for instance, having an in investor envoy. And one of the people part of the investor envoy was also part of the National Planning Commission, which the president was part of as well. So those lions are so thin uh, because of starvation. They are there. They went hard thinking. They were not supported by the political masters. Similarly, uh, with the, uh, the, the, the economic advisory team, uh, the presidential economic advisory team, if you talk to individuals that are engaged with, then the same boat will come with well-researched papers, well thought through, 
but the president is bound by the political decision. So uh, any of those in sector, I know some people who don't even attend those meetings because they see that there is their time. So the reality is that there are ideas, there are capabilities in our society, but there's no political will of doing the right thing. And hence, my view that this is a political crisis that requires the voter to demand better. And demanding better, it means we must engage in mass action and demand politicians put us first, not their interests, not the political party interests, but South Africa first. And I don't hear that uh, in society. And the politicians therefore continue to pretend as though uh, Rome is not on fire. We are in a deep crisis. Dr. Lumkile Monti, thank you so much for your time. Senior lecturer at the Witz Business School.